1: For those that live in Australia and New Zealand, good evening. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for August 26th, 2021. I'm Josh Nelson. Instead of a breakdown on how the game went last night, I'm going to provide some commentary and think aloud with you. For those that didn't get a chance to watch the game, we were treated with another pitcher's duel. Just like on Monday, between Lance Lynn and Alec Manoa going toe-to-toe, Wednesday night it was Lucas Giolito and Robbie Ray. Ray struck out 14 White Sox hitters, the most ever, by a Toronto Blue Jays left-handed starting pitcher, and really demonstrated why he is now in the running for the American League Cy Young, along with Lance Lynn and Carlos Herdon. Ray has made himself a lot of money in this upcoming offseason, as he'll be a free agent, just like Rodon. Giolito went six innings and only gave up one run, too. He didn't have 14 strikeouts, just six strikeouts. But Giolito made a good adjustment. He was throwing sliders early in the count to get ahead of batters. And when the Blue Jays hitters started to attack that pitch, Giolito's changeups came and they were terrific. In this series, the White Sox have gotten awesome starting pitching performances from Lance Lynn, Dylan Cease, and Lucas Giolito. In their three starts, Lynn Cease and Giolito have combined for 20 innings pitched only allowed three earned runs, 17 strikeouts to just two walks. I mean, again, three earned runs allowed in 20 innings against the Toronto Blue Jays lineup. That's one of the better lineups in all of Major League Baseball. They have put the White Sox in a terrific position to win this series. But the White Sox have lost two out of three in Toronto Despite this outstanding starting pitching. Why? Well, it's the offense. It's been odd. They had a great game plan the day before against Jose Breos. I mean, they jumped on Jose Breos. Again, they have an extensive book, though. Uh, With his time with the Minnesota Twins, a lot of the White Sox hitters have seen Breos a lot. This was already his fourth start against the White Sox in 2021. Three starts with the Twins and the one start with the Blue Jays. The White Sox scored three runs on their first three hits. They knock out Breos after the third inning and they get two more runs to win five to two, but they get two more runs on 15 hits and two walks. 17 base runners, two runs scored. That's hard to do. And then they go in this game against Robbie Ray, and they only put up one run again. So their last four games, shut out by Tampa, one run, five runs, one run. The White Sox have 30 hits in this series, 27 singles, 27 Singles. Where is the power? And the White Sox win loss record when they don't hit a home run, they're 11 and 32. That's not good. That is a below 300 winning percentage. To be exact, it's a 256 winning percentage. And I looked it up on baseball reference prior to yesterday's games. Major League Baseball teams in 2021 have a win-loss record of 359 wins and 856 losses when they don't hit a home run. The league winning percentage for a team that doesn't hit a home run is 295. So the White Sox are underperforming the league winning percentage when a team doesn't hit a home run. But for all those that say that home runs are not that important, the winning percentage for a team in 2021 in Major League Baseball when they don't hit a home run is 295. Incredibly low. The reason I'm concerned about the losses from Monday and Wednesday is because I think this is how the White Sox are going to lose postseason games in October. Outstanding starting pitching, not good enough because of a late bullpen meltdown, because the offense is not giving the relievers any margin of error to work with. And it's because the offense is not getting extra base hits. Specifically, they're not hitting home runs. When the White Sox hit at least one home run, they're 30 and 18. When they hit two or more home runs, they're 32 and five. They are 62 and 23 when they hit at least one home run in a game. They have to figure out putting the ball in the air because they have one of the better fly ball to home run rates in all of Major League Baseball. They're in the top five in Major League Baseball in fly ball to home run rate. But they are second in Major League Baseball in ground ball rate. And it's starting to get frustrating in late August. And I go back to a quote from Frank Manichino, the hitting coach, earlier this year, which paraphrased it because of vulgar language, when he said, Forget home runs, let's hit 300. No, Frank. Your hitters need to hit home runs. Starting pitching is doing its job against these playoff contending teams it's time for your offense to do the same. The other issue the White Sox have is in the eighth inning with the bullpen. So last night, it was Aaron Bummer who was tasked to try to get out Marcus Simeon, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and Teoscar Hernandez. And boys, a lefty reliever, that's a tall task against those three outstanding righties. It just so happens to be for Simeon, and Guerrero jr. They have reverse splits this year. Those two are actually faring better against right-handed pitching and bummer was able to strike out both Simeon and Guerrero jr. And then the Aaron bummer experience happened. Diasco Hernandez hits a single to right field, another single to right field, and then another single to center field and Hernandez scores. And now the Blue Jays lead two to one. It's not extra base hits with Aaron bummer. It's just death by a thousand paper cuts, three straight singles. And then he is removed from the game for Jose Ruiz, which that blows my mind out of all the righties, the white Sox have in their bullpen in a one run game in the bottom of the eighth inning on the road. They decided to go to Jose Ruiz. Ruiz did his job. He got a ground ball, but Makata misplayed. It went right under his glove. Thankfully, Tim Anderson was there to back him up to, to prevent another run from scoring. But then Ruiz walked Randall Gruchek on four straight pitches to make it 3-1. to one. Eventually, he got out of that inning. But you go back to Friday night in Tampa, which we talked about on Monday, Sox Machine podcast, the decision to remove Kimbrel for Aaron Bummer. I like that move because Kimbrel only had five strikes in 15 pitches thrown. Bummer just didn't pitch well that night and coughed up the lead only for the White Sox to come back and win that game. We had the whole Kimbrel situation on Monday in the eighth inning. And here we are again in the eighth inning on Wednesday that Aaron Bummer gets the first two outs, but he can't get he can't complete the inning because he gives up three straight singles and the White Sox have to go to Jose Ruiz. Between now and o- October 6th, the game one of the American League Divisional Series, the Chicago White Sox need to figure out what they're doing in the eighth inning when it comes to their bullpen. And it looks like Tony LaRusso, especially this past week, is not really confident with the decisions he's making of the pitchers coming out of the
0: bullpen. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: Alright, so hopefully today, with it being getaway day, the White Sox perform well enough to wipe away, wash away the bad taste in the mouth that we have from watching Monday and last night's game. And it's closer to what we saw on Tuesday for the White Sox, as after this game, they will be returning home for seven days. They play five games, three against the Cubs and two against the Pirates. A much-needed breather. After this daunting 14 game stretch, the White Sox are going through. On the mound for the White Sox will be Carlos Sardan, who returns off the injured list as he was dealing with shoulder soreness, but nothing significant. Rodan will be making his 20th start in his best season, and Rodan is already at 4.1 war according to fangraphs with a 2.33 ERA and 2.55 FIP. So hopefully, he follows the outstanding starting pitching the White Sox have received this series already and continues to bolster his Saiyan resume. Opposing Rodan is Hinjin Ryu. The White Sox last faced Ryu on June 10th in that game. Rio went six innings pitched allowed five hits three earned runs walking one and striking out three the White Sox won that game five to two because those three earned runs that Rio allowed were all in the first inning highlighted by Yasmani Grandal hitting a two-run homer well the White Sox don't have Grandal in this game so hopefully someone else delivers the big blow early to give Rodon some breathing room. First pitch is going to be at 2:07 p.m. Central Time, and you can watch the game on NBC Sports Chicago or listen on the radio at ESPN 1000 AM. Down in the minor leagues, Jake Berger hit his 15th home run in AAA this season, but the Charlotte Knights gave up eight runs after the fifth inning losing to Durham 9-2. The Knights are 36 and 61 in 2021. Birmingham also lost by a final score of 9-2 to the Montgomery Biscuits. Yolki Susmithis went over 4 and now his OPS in AA is six sixty seven. Jameson Fisher went 1 for 4 with an RBI and so did Xavier Fernandez. Starting pitcher Emilio Vargas went 6 innings pitched, allowed 8 hits, 2 earned runs, no walks and 8 strikeouts. J.B. Olsen allowed six hits, six earned runs, and one and a third innings pitched. Winston-Salem Dash were shut out four to nothing by Hudson Valley. The Dash only had three hits for the night, with Harveen Mendoza getting two of them. And while you might be thinking, well, the White Sox farm system goes winless again, surprise! The Kannapolis Cannonballers won 3-2 over Lynchburg. Jim was at the game to see Matthew Thompson, so you can read more about that particular start and his thoughts on SoxMachine.com. But Thompson went four and two-thirds innings pitched, four hits allowed, two earned runs allowed, one walk and four strikeouts. Wilbur Sanchez provided the game-winning hit with a three-run homer in the fifth inning. Scores around Major League Baseball. The Chicago White Sox lead in the American League Central is cut down to nine games as Cleveland beat Texas 7-2. Both Kansas City and Detroit lost in extras. St. Louis beat Detroit 3-2 to, to keep their wildcard hopes alive. Houston edged Kansas City 6-5. The Astros have a two and a half game lead over the White Sox for the American League second seed and home field advantage at least in the American League Divisional Series. The Minnesota Twins beat the Boston Red Sox in extra innings 9-6. The Baltimore Orioles finally win a game, coming from behind to beat the Angels 10-6. The Chicago Cubs and Colorado Rockies played a doubleheader at Wrigley Field. Cubs won Game 1 5-2, and the Rockies won a slugfest in Game 2 by a final score of 13-10. Arizona won in Pittsburgh by a final score of five to two. Tampa Bay scored three in the ninth inning to shock the Phillies seven to four. The San Francisco Giants have now clinched a winning record in 2021, recording their 82nd win, outlasting the New York Mets three to two. The Mets are now four games below 500 at 61 and 65. Time is running out in Queens. The Miami Marlins walked off the Washington Nationals 4-3. And the Milwaukee Brewers overtake the Chicago White Sox' claim to the largest divisional lead as they once again beat the Cincinnati Reds by a final score of 4-1. The Brew crew have a 9.5 game lead over the Reds in the National League Central. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Machine. We'll have Socks Machine live tonight starting at 7 p.m. Central Time, which you can watch on our YouTube channel or on socksmachine.com. If you enjoy our work and want to support us, visit patreon.com slash Machine as we have several different tiers of support starting at just $2 a month for exclusive content ad-free podcast and website and the first opportunity to purchase our new swag items have a great Thursday morning everyone I'll chat with you later tonight and hopefully it's recapping a White Sox winner for SoxMachine.com I'm Josh Nelson thanks for listening